Hey, it's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans, I think we've outdone ourselves on that score today, by the way. <laughs> we're, uh, we're all New Orleans in a bar today. We're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they have a four-hour happy hour here every single day of the week from 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock in the afternoon, in which time all the drinks are half price and all the bar food is half price as well. And they have a fabulous brunch on the weekends. Thank you to Basics Swim and Gym. We can get a full range of fashion swimsuits and yoga clothes with style. They're right next to Basics underneath on Magazine Street. Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. And the Positive Vibrations Foundation, all of whom made this show possible today. If you'd like to be a member of our Patreon family and get access to all sorts of exclusive material go to patreon.com and for as little as a dollar a month you can be as part of the it's new orleans happy hour patreon family andrew duhon is not here today he's somewhere around the country if you're looking for him go to andrewduhon.com and if you want to steal some of his music you can go to spotify or any place else you steal music and look for his new album it's called false river anyway that's the whole show what do you think happy hour is pretty good today right isaac did you enjoy yourself i am yeah i'm sipping down on a whiskey what have you got this is isaac mcdonald from trepwise yes now, you're about the 104th person who's been on the show from Tripwise. Why do we have this relationship with Tripwise? Is um, somebody paying us? I, I hope someone's paying you because you, you have to listen to all of us multiple times a week. But no, I think mostly, uh, so we're a consulting firm. Uh, we work with local businesses. And I think the idea is to get out and meet more folks in bars and talk to them about the work we do over oh, So there. you're trying to sell Tripwise to the people sitting here at the table. Yeah, it's, well, a, very much, it's, a, it's a micro me, sales that's a very, effort. This is yeah. a one-on-one sales pitch. At the yeah. end of this, you guys try and sell me a condo, right? This yeah. is, I have to do this the right share. And, yeah. and this okay. is the condo. Okay, this is Kimberly K. Kimberly K, you know, don't be fooled. She is super wealthy. She's got tons of money. She already owns four or five properties in New Orleans. <laughs> And she's probably looking for a timeshare. Is that right, Kimberly? Is uh, any of I that true? I feel like true? you have been misinformed. But Maybe it's that's a adorable. different Kimberly K on Facebook that I yeah, look at. I Kimberly's an big... actress, actually, probably as poor as a church mouse. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, but I really low enjoy like life below the poverty line. It feels. Are you living good, below the poverty line? You, I am you look actually fantastic. living below. Thank you. I appreciate you that. You really do. Coconut oil is extremely That's expensive. What it, is. it goes on everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's coconut oil. And this is the world famous Legion Dubois you're looking at it here across the. Nice to meet everyone. I'm, I'm glad to be here, and I'm, I'm just glad to um, continue to do music and uplift my people, you know. Um, Who are your people? Uh, uh, my people are everybody. everybody. Okay, so we're in. Everybody. You're all in. <laughs> How do we know <laughs> when we're uplifted? My is name is a Legion for nothing, you know. We're uh, all the we're part many, of the Legion. You know? We're many. We, um, we, we, we come from many places. We come from many races, and we have many faces. So, did you just um, make that up, or did you write that? I just that made that up. You did? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I just made that up. He is a poet. Yeah. yeah. You could it. use that, Isaac, for the new exactly, trip Exactly, yeah. Pitch. I'm taking notes. Say yeah. that again. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> how how high are you right now? Um, semi. Semi-high. Semi, okay. yeah. So how's your short-term memory? Pretty fucked. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so, Kimberly, can you remember? You're an actress. You have to learn lines by the thousand. Do you remember I, what he just said? I don't. I'm also high. C-Rock. C-Rock, what did he say? Many faces. Many faces. No, you're not. Many races. Yeah, something like that. Many Many faces. faces. 
I'm gonna write it down so we can. We remember. come from many places. We have many faces at something about many races. I don't Thank know. you. Yeah, that was, that was Ciro, spot on. Ciroc is the highest of anybody here too. <laughs> we come from many places. We have many faces. And what was the final? Um, many final? races. Many races. Yeah. Okay. So you call yourself a Creole rapper? Yeah. So what race is that exactly? That's French and um and African American. Okay. So, um, yeah, so my, my grandfather and my grandmother, they, they both spoke French, you know. And, um, Are you serious? I, yeah, they both spoke French. And they used to speak French, so I wouldn't understand what they were saying around me, you know. And um, as I got older, I didn't, I didn't learn and didn't pick up the language, but um, I picked up the, the culture and, you know, the tradition of New Orleans and um, the, the, the Indian tribe. And I, I incorporated all of that into my music, you know, especially when I'm um, working on something for the youth, you know, um, to keep the culture alive, keep New Orleans tradition alive. I just love it, man. I just love New Orleans. Have you ever been anywhere else? Oh, uh, yeah, of course, of course, but what? nothing like New Orleans. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like him, yeah, man. It's New Orleans. Yeah. It's New Orleans. <laughs> what part of the city did you grow up in? I grew up uptown, and um, I live in Pontchartrain Park right now, okay. so Gentilly Woods. So it's a pretty uh, right. quiet neighborhood, you know. It's pretty, pretty laid back, you know. So what are all these tattoos you have all over you? A lot of them are, are religious beliefs. What's this one on your neck? You have this a one, gigantic tattoo. That mm -hmm. must have hurt like hell. Is yeah, that it did. It did. It did. <laughs> so this one means uh, it's an African spirit. It's an African warrior. It means Ogun. It so means what? Ogun. It's a, it's, say that into the mic. Ogun. O-G-U-N. You can look it up. O-G-U-N. It doesn't mean o that. It says that. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. is yeah, that, that's what is that it is. What is that? It's a it's an African spirit uh, in um, in Africa. Do you have that, a voodoo practice? Uh, you know what? My music speaks for itself. You know, mm -hmm. so my music is uh, is like you know voodoo or voodoo. You know, mm -hmm. because I, I manifest the things that I want in this physical reality. Just if you speak it, so shall it be it. You know, another so, good one. Yeah. If you speak it, so shall it be it. it. Be it. A man is what he thinks about all day long. Wow. Yeah. That's what the best one. Write that one down. That's okay, the one. can you yep. I write that down? A man, I want to get back to Ogun <laughs> in a minute. A man is what he thinks about all day long. Did you make that one up as well? Actually, I read that in the book. <laughs> is it the Bible? No. no these, wasn't these, guys, these guys were talking about the Bible before the show. C-Rock was really? telling us that Legion is in the Bible somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, um, a lot of people, when they hear my name Legion, they think of uh, like many, many spirits or many demons or something like that. But actually, my name is Legion Dubois. So, you know, um, du Dubois is a uh, French, French Creole name, and Legion, in the dictionary, it means many, many soldiers, many troops, many uh, uh, um, units. It, and when I mean by many, I have my ancestors. I have, uh, I have uh, you know, um, my people that support me, my music, our people, you know. Um, I have all that, you know, I have God, you know. God's on your side. God's on our what side. What is your real name? Is it Legion? Is your real name? What did yeah. you change it? Yeah. Your parents called you Legion? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. What are their names? Um, my, mo my mother's name is uh, Catherine. Right. My father's name is David. It's traditional. So they have two name. normal names, Catherine and David. Yeah. Why did they pick a sort of wacky name like Legion? <laughs> it's not really wacky, though, man. That's pretty wacky yeah, compared yeah. to Catherine and David. Yeah. Well, to me, it's not wacky. I like it. It's nice, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, still it's it's unusual. But it's, yeah, yeah. It's an unusual name. I got to give you that. Do you like you like it? You've I love it. I love it. What school did you go to? I went to uh, middle school, um, Capto, and then uh, from there I went to uh, Thurgood Marshall on Canal right. Street. What did they call you? They everyone call you Legion, or did they come up with some other name for you? Uh, came up with some other name. For what? Me. What is it? Um, my mother. 
I'm not gonna get into that. That's a better subject. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's that's for that's later. Yeah, that's like for that's later in the drink. He's gonna yeah. get down to here. Yeah, yeah. Was that like an embarrassing story or something? Yes. What was your name? Let's. I'll, I'll guess what your nickname. What your nickname? Because I, I went through a whole pro- process of trying to change my name. You know. And really? Yeah, yeah. You mean yeah. legally change it? Yeah. What, why, did, why did you want to legally change it? <sighs> I mean, because I wanted to keep my name alive. You know, because to tell you the truth, the reason why I wanted to legally change my name. Yeah. Is because. In religious beliefs, the Egyptians believed that a man's destiny and fate was controlled by the name that it was given to him. Okay. So if you had a real fucked up name, you had a fucked up life. Okay. Well, what would be the definition of a fucked up name? Huh? What would be the definition of a fucked up name? Hitler, say. Oh, <laughs> man. If, you, if your parents had called you Hitler, it might have had a different... Just from yeah. 180. Yeah. 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 So, well, so what, were you trying, what name are you trying to get rid of? You're... Um, you're my, my biological name. Government yeah, name. Yeah, my government name. Okay. Yeah. And have you gotten yeah. rid of it? Um, in the process of. <laughs> in the process. I'm like right there. I'm like right there. What goes into it? What do you have to do? Uh, it's an application process. It's just pieces of paper, yeah, right? That's all it is. But it, it takes time, believe it or not. Right. Yeah. Now they can't stop you, though, though, right? It's, there's no... Mm, it depends. It depends. Oh, it can stop you if you pick like a really weird name, right? Or if you do stuff with like numbers. Really? There yeah. was, yeah, there was. Really? Yeah, there's like a whole thing. There was a crazy like lost. Wasn't there a, a girl whose like name is the entire alphabet who got? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, okay. It's some, it like, was A B C D E. Yes, think. yes, you're right. You're right. That's what it is. Sorry, Ab- it was just the five. Yes. Absidif or something. Yes, I don't know and they like pronounced. they mocked her, Why and then there was like a whole thing with like mm-hmm. everybody make it, but then all these other people like my name is also Absidif. Def, like don't make fun of it like absolute yeah. oppression is a real thing don't do that she, she was like flying southwest this or is something. all true no, she I'm was flying on an airline with her yes. child abs absidy yeah a, which is spelled abcd abcde and yeah. the flight attendant maybe called out you know come to the desk absidy abs, and then maybe mocked her publicly it's unclear well, so southwest then, is yes, allegedly yeah They're allegedly <laughs> like i'm not out here saying what happened or it didn't happen but then, then there was a discussion of you know, when you do choose a name for your child, you know, are you setting them up for success when you call them absentee? This is right? what yes. Legion is saying. Right, yeah. This is right. why I didn't want to be called What's the original biological name, my, ABCD? My biological name is Christopher. Christopher. So, so it's funny how it transitions from Christopher to Legion. Like, this, this is crazy. But, um, you know, um, I, I had a real bad past. Um, like, uh, growing up, a real bad childhood and stuff like that. And I try to, like, Was that not... Self-inflicted or bad like, things happen uh, to you? Just uh, troubles with like the law and stuff like that, and being around the wrong group of people and and, and things like that. And um, yeah. once I changed my name, a whole uh, my whole life transitioned. Wow! You mm-hmm. know, so um, I noticed that, you know, and I noticed that my ancestors um, supported me doing the hardest ships of my, my the hard downfalls of my life. And once I changed my name, then everything changed for me. Do you me, think you know? it was the actual reciting? out loud of your name or of some sort of mind shift that went with it? It was probably a mind shift. Of course, I know subconsciously somewhere down there it was. You feel like you left Christopher behind? Somewhere? Oh, yeah. I feel like he died a long time ago. Really? Yeah. Was there a day where you could say your life turned around? Yeah. What, yeah. Happened? what was the day? Um, one day I just woke up and I, I just felt so liberated. I, I felt so motivated. I felt I felt like it was more than just, you know, this more than just life. This, this is it. It's, I'm actually living for something, you know, not for just myself. I'm living for the other people, you know, mm. and that's what made me incorporate these these subconscious um, uplifting things into my music, you know, because before I would just make music just to make music. Now I make music with a meaning and a purpose and a message. 
Wow. So yeah. Do you still have those drugs? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. You literally woke up and felt like your whole life had turned around. Wouldn't you love to have a day like that, Kim? I have had that day. What happened to you? Uh, I went into organ failure like two years ago at 33, just kind of out of the blue. Like you woke I, up one morning and you had organ failure. I, I, Isaac, I hope I you've got a good story ready no, to yeah, top this. Yeah, okay. top this. No, yeah, it's, uh, no I, uh, I had had like some weird, like uh, just weird health problems for a couple of years, like tummy troubles and headaches and aches and pains and stuff that had gone on for years. And then it was always told, yeah, you work too much or you're too stressed out or you're, you're a hysterical female, whatever it is. And then right. all of a sudden I woke up and was like, oh, I'm, I'm not hysterical. Like something's really, really wrong. Um, and uh, had had started cascading organ failure at 33, like with hmm. no warning. Like um, dying, basically. Yeah, like uh, not like basically, like literally dying. Actually like, dying. Yeah, <laughs> when, when they say like literally, like literally dying all of a sudden. Um, what, what time of the day was this? Oh, gosh, it was probably like three in the morning when three I realized morning. something so was really wrong. you woke up three o'clock in the morning thinking I'm not. I was like, something's, something's really wrong. wrong. Something's really wrong. What yeah. were your symptoms? You couldn't breathe or you felt uh, No, I was or... going into uh, renal failure. Like, how, the, we don't sign? have any food, so we're okay. But, like, my, my kidneys were infected and my bladder was not working right. But and what my were your gut doesn't working. Um, everything from, like, my nipples down hurt. Like, everything. Um, I was tired. I had a fever. I didn't feel right. And it took, like, a couple days or weeks of, like, it started as days of testing. And then it turned into weeks of testing. And then they were like... Everything's broken, like, and we don't really know why. I was here in New Orleans, um, and they just kept saying, we don't know why. It's idiopathic. Idiopathic is, like, the magic word for we don't know what's happening. Idiopathic means That means your idiot doctor doesn't know what's going on <laughs> and doesn't want to sound stupid <laughs> saying Self-identified so. <laughs> idiopath. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So idiopathic <laughs> illness. Um, and uh, I ended up being... Uh, like the music and theater and arts community that I've been a part of my whole life, but especially since I came down to New Orleans, like rallied. Um, my bandmate, Michael Servers, put up like a GoFundMe thing saying the doctors in New Orleans don't know what's wrong, can't figure out what's going on and just keep testing stuff that isn't working right. Um, called for help. Somebody who knew somebody else said, I know somebody at Cleveland Clinic, let's get her on a plane. And like they raised tens of thousands of dollars and shipped me out of New Orleans up to Ohio. And I lived at... Cleveland Clinic for four months getting diagnosed with a like a rare genetic condition that no one had seen coming and then getting rehabbed from it so from the moment you're like oh my god something's wrong and it's three in the morning and it's like it's not menstrual cramps uh, to like I'm home and all these people just like literally donated money and time and effort and coloring books and food and whatever they could to like keep my family alive <laughs> That shit will definitely murder whoever you were before that experience. And then you, you just you, sort of become whoever you are after yeah, that experience. So you, you buried the old Kimberly K as well. I buried her in Cleveland, Ohio, wow. which she deserved better than a burial uh, on the lake in Cleveland, Ohio. But, like, the living Kimberly K is still here in New Orleans, and that's the right place. So so what was the name of your genetic disorder that you I, got? It's called Eller-Danlos Syndrome. I have to EDS. EDS. Yes. EDS. EDS. Isn't that the name of it like a... Digital services company? I don't know, but it sounds just enough like uh, Thanos, like that it makes me feel like some sort of like major Marvel character was involved in, in my decline and I defeated him. So what does the EDS it. stand for? Uh, Eller. So it's like e two dudes' names syndrome. Okay, Eller. Eller dash Danlos, Danlos syndrome. It's a connective and tissue disorder. So you have a connective tissue disorder? I do. I'm going to write that down. Do you well. think they got it named after them like Lou Gehrig style, where like they. <laughs> 
Eller and Danos died of the condition, or did they discover the cure? I don't know, but I like to believe that they were sad. like some sort of comedy duo, yeah. and that they yeah. just had like a whole like right. like a soft shoe thing, like maybe uh-huh. a jazz band, and they yeah, did yeah. stuff, and then they were like, "This is great." Just a couple of idiopaths. They're like, up there. Ah, hello. Yeah. <laughs> C-Rock will tell us. C-Rock, um, you must have had some time to Google this by now, though. Yes. Yeah. So who are they really? They were doctors who discovered it. Uh, they were doctors and researchers right. uh, primarily who discovered it, but people who go in and like are like let's cut up cadavers and figure out what's wrong with their tissues. And they eventually figured out like, oh, these people's bodies are made out of like slightly different stuff. They function slightly different. So most of the EDS people are dead except you. No, no. Most EDS people uh, look like me or about the same size, like have similar like features, like high cheekbones and light skin. And it's like, if you're British or Scandinavian, you're very likely to carry this like gnarly gene. It's literally uh, white nonsense. looks a little EDS like. Are you hypermobile? Do you have tummy trouble? These are some red flags. She's hypermobile, that's for sure. Kimberly, do you have overly flexible joints? I do. Wow. Can we, can we see that? You would have to come and see the jujitsu. I don't have any of like the cool ones, but like I like my my hips are super flexible and my back is really flexible, but nothing okay. I can do like in a so restaurant. So that's, that's a symptom. That's an indicator yes. of EDS. Yes. Did they ask you that when you first went to Cleveland? Like, can you do a backflip or something? No, no, it didn't come up. Uh, it's weird that that's not on the hospital intake form. Like, Strange, But no, right. they're like, what's your name? What's your social security? Right. How are you going to pay for this? And like much later comes like, are you how much did it all come to, all this whole thing, four months at the Cleveland Clinic? Um, all said and done, between the treatment that I started here in New Orleans, which included uh, like time in a hyperbaric oxygen taint oh chamber, okay. like uh, two months doing that. Uh, two then months? You were two months in a hyperbaric chamber? Hyperbaric therapy is uh, every single day for 40 to 45 days for one hour at like certain pressures to heal <sighs> tissues or kill pathogens. Mm-hmm. And we happen to, fortunately, in New Orleans have like one of the best hyperbaric uh, oxygen centers in the United States because of all of our offshore divers who get the bends. Okay. Because of uh, So I would like to thank the absolutely disgusting oil industry for making it possible for me to have an oxygen tank to chill in for two Something months. good's come out of the uh, absolutely disgusting oil industry. Yeah, They'll let yeah. you die in 50 years instead of four. Exactly like that. It's and more my of a skin long, looks great. A long yeah, burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, f- how long in the hyperbaric chamber did you say? Uh, it was 45 sessions over two months. Okay, so in the meantime, you can't do anything. You're lying around your house feeling no, the rest sorry of the time, for yourself. Uh, yeah, feeling sorry for myself, moping, watching a lot of Netflix. Netflix and ill was how I was hashtagging everything. Netflix <laughs> and ill. Netflix and ill. Very good. Uh, yeah, exactly. Another good um, one to write down. And uh, I was heavily medicated because it's uh, it's Louisiana, and instead of being able to have access to medical marijuana at this point, all they do is pump you full of Dilaudid and morphine. So, uh, so I feel pretty. The, we, didn't, we didn't get the final figure. How much was it? Um. All said and done, it came to about $160,000, which is bad, why I say I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's not too bad. If you live um, on this. social security disability, no, you don't which to, you don't pays have to pay, out. You have to pay it yourself, though? Oh, yeah. Are I mean, I don't. some of it has been uh, forgiven because I live at the poverty line, but I, uh, I am a disability recipient like SSDI. Okay. So wow. when you get paid... Um, from the government, you're $1,190, uh, and then you get a bill for $180 or $160,000. 
Mm-hmm. You're a consultant. You have an adult job. How <laughs> yeah. does the math on that look to you? Um, you know, I'm not. I haven't looked at all the numbers, but I think that probably would would be a challenge in terms of cash flow. Yes, yeah. and <laughs> as like an interesting challenge. So six years ago, uh, when Obama was still president, you could deduct your medical expenses. Now, since a certain human being has gotten into office, you can't deduct medical expenses. Okay. So if you're in the red, say $120,000, you still get taxed as if. Nothing happened to you that year. You can't deduct yeah. any medical expenses. So when we, with this, <laughs> Legion's like, shit. <laughs> I'm ruining Legion's day right now. One of these tax Don't reform. get sick. Don't do it. One of these tax reform things was to take away the deduction for medical expenses. Yes, sir. Did you know that? I did not. But Sounds that's like only a bad idea. that's only just taken effect as of January the first, two thousand nineteen. This tax mm-hmm. new tax uh, law. It started right? last year. Did it? So twenty eighteen. And after your tax, uh, your deduction for medical expenses is gone. We had it my whole life up until that point. Even though you, ex- these taxes, these expenses were before that, though, weren't they? Uh, well, yeah, some of them were, but uh, it's haven't. having a long term, wow. having a genetic condition comes with a like a whole lot of expenses, like every year. Yeah. Sorry. It's 420. It's 420. Yeah, it's time to light up. That is also no expense that cannot be deducted just for the record What's in this weed? particular state. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not legal even. So you, well, not actually, med- medical marijuana is legal now, isn't it? Uh, it will be when we have dispensaries open, but we're not there yet. What's the holdup? I thought it was supposed to be this year. It was supposed to be this year, and there's, what, Lafayette and Baton Rouge, and there's one place here where you can go and get your card, but, uh, yeah. It's supposed of- to be opening um, something up in the east, like at the dispensary. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Really so, right. so. And you'd be eligible for this? Yes, sir. Good. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So let's get on to exactly what that connected. Well, let's do that now, and then I'm going to make you play a song. Okay, awesome. What do you think, Legion? Awesome. Okay. Ready. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah, let's you talk about what? connective tissue disorders and then play a <laughs> yeah. song. This is fascinating. What, this is a good show. What order should we do it in? Do you want to sing something uh, first, or should we talk about connective tissue disorder? Oh. I'm interested to know what connective tissue is. Do you know? What <laughs> um, as it's the tissue that you know, we're, there's two pieces of tissue and then it goes in between, right? You know? Yeah, well, context I'm no, yeah. I'm no expert, but... <laughs> what is connective tissue? Collagen is connective tissue. Uh, so, like, you've got your muscle and you've got your skin and okay. then you've got all the stuff that holds that together so you don't, like, space apart into, you know, like something from a sci-fi movie and so that's all that other s- stuff. Has it got a name? Uh, fascia? It has a whole bunch of fascia, fascia. is considered. Good. Connective that's tissue, <laughs> well done. Uh, uh, collagen is your main your main Collagen thing. is your main Connective so, tissue. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. That sounds like a good title for a song right there as well. Collagen or connective yeah. tissue. Connective tissue sounds okay. like a metaphor. Collagen just sounds really hard to rhyme. So what's the cure? <laughs> what of collagen? Do you write, do you write songs as well? Because you're a singer in a band, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, you write as well? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, let's get on to that in a minute. Okay, <laughs> so what song are we singing here? Um, what are you thinking? Let's do uh, Other Side. Friends on the Other Side. Yeah, friends Talking on the other about side. almost dying, this is a song about... Yeah. Friends on the other, on the side. other side. We yeah. tied it together. Okay. Yeah. Cool. okay. <laughs> All right. Legion Dubois. Is this on anywhere we can steal this uh, off the internet? This is on um, SoundCloud and Reverb Nation. So you can okay. just type my name in Legion Dubois and the, the music will pop up. Okay. Awesome. Don't you dare insult my intelligence, young man You're in my world now, not your world Don't you derogate or derive Cause I got friends on the other side 
I got hoodoo, I got voodoo, I got shit I ain't tried. I got friends on the other side. I got hoodoo, I got voodoo, I got shit I ain't tried. I got friends on the other side. Other side, hoodoo, 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 hoodoo. Other side, hoodoo, 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 hoodoo. Other side. Other side. Here we go. I got friends on the other side. My rider died in my third eye. Giving me wisdom, power to survive. Looking down from the clouds. Guiding me straight when my light gets dim. My friends have faith when you reach the crossroads. Be careful which road you take. Some filled with snakes. My friends had a message. Your life is precious. Never take it for granted. It can be taken away in a matter of seconds. So when I make it to that other side, I got some questions. God, why I was down on my luck? Things wasn't working. He said, son, I sent your friends to lighten your burden. Show you your purpose before I closed your curtain. Before I closed your curtain, I was always there when it wasn't working. I was always there when you wasn't for certain. Don't you dare insult my intelligence, young man. You're in my world now, not your world. Don't you derogate or derive, cause I got friends on the other side. I got hoodoo, I got voodoo, I got shit I ain't tried. I got friends on the other side. I got hoodoo, I got voodoo, I got shit I ain't tried. I got friends on the other side. Other side. Other side. Other side. Check the second verse. Second verse is really deep. Here we go. The transition from life to death, another dimension that's heaven sent, a reflection, an astral projection that showed life lessons, gave direction to all of my blessings that I mentioned. I've been through the trenches, hot fences, face consequences, smoking mirrors, or what I used to do. Looking through my rear view. Fear who? Don't mess with my juju. Just believe you can fly. A non-stop flight. The paradise on the other side. So think twice before you roll that dice. Hey, before you roll that dice. Hey, before you roll that dice. Embrace the inner power within you. Embrace the inner power. Don't never let nobody ever in this world tell you you can't do nothing Cause you can do whatever you put your mind to You're in my world now, not your world, it's God Or the ride Cause I got friends on the other side Well that's good Thank you What do you think? I approve of this message Yeah. Excellent Legion, I'm a, I'm a rap fan and I was wondering if you have a specific genre title for what you make um this is uh electronica and pop and yeah that's what it is yeah. i got a name for it awesome go shoot for it it's a uh, spiritual street music oh man that's even dope <laughs> that's nice yeah that's even better spiritual street music spiritual i love street it music. I like that. yeah 
Do you do you play all those parts as well? Are you playing all that, or who wrote all that? Um, it's me and this uh, this other guy. We did like this little duet, and it's him just singing in the background, and me kind of like harmonizing harmonizing um, those little melodies. I love. But who played all the musical? Parts? Um, the, the same guy. Okay. So his, his name is uh, Jack Recording uh, Music uh, Shed, mu- the Music Shed Studios. Oh, okay. It's uptown. So uh, it's a pretty known studio, and um, he's a pretty known engineer. So he's a good guy to work with. Is that Jack uh, Miller you're talking Jack about? Jack Miller, yeah. Okay. Jack Miller, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So he played all that stuff? Yeah, he played that. Okay, yeah, well, you're in the room with the right people if you remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so good. How cool. Man, yeah. what, Isaac, what are you thinking? Um, I thought it was great. Um, I think it's cool to it's cool to hear him talk about his music and then you know drop it drop it live on the on the radio and uh, awesome. enjoyed it. Do you, awesome. What sort of music do you go out to hear music much here? I do. Yeah, I like to I like to go out for music. I think uh, you know early on uh, when I first moved here, I was going to Chicky Wawa a lot um, and saw Tank and the Bang is there and when they were still kind of just you know going to local haunts and that was it was cool to see their sort of trajectory and then you know I'll I'll pop down to Frenchman and, and see what's going so on. So you've there. been here for a while. How long did you get? Um, that was, I moved here about four years ago. Oh, you've only been yeah. here for four years? So I guess they were probably already famous by, by your perspective. I don't know. Were they four years? Yeah, I guess they started being big. I think, yeah, well, they had the Tiny Desk concert that went viral, I guess, oh now. Oh, my God, that's right. Two that years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. what started the whole crossover. Uh, yeah. Where did you come from? Um, so I grew up uh, outside of Washington, D.C., in Arlington, Virginia. Um, and then I was going to school in Providence, Rhode Island, so up in New England. I was doing the thing on 95, just being cold and stuff. And, right. Um, so after after that, I decided to move down to New Orleans um, and get started down here. <laughs> Had you never been here before? You just got off? No, so actually I came down through um, a fellowship. Um, I know that there's way too many fellowships in New Orleans, but mine, mine was called Venture for America. So it's like a related entrepreneurship. <coughs> so they take college grads and put them in startup companies. Um, and what, what is that one? You know this one, Kim? I don't know this one. Me neither. Yeah, so um, the idea yeah, is that, you know, a lot of uh, students after they graduate college are going to New York, uh, they're going to San Francisco, and they're joining big banks, or they're joining large consulting firms. Ironically, I ended up joining a consulting firm, but it's very small. Um, and the idea that maybe that isn't how we want to distribute um, sort of um, college graduates, and we want to go to cities where um, there's burgeoning entrepreneurial ecosystems, and there's a lot of uh, a lot to be attracted to, but maybe not um, the same draw of New York of the high salaries and glitzy lifestyle. So ended up coming down here. I'd never been here before, and. So who puts all this together? This is to try and get people to move around the country like a sort of a salary cap idea. Yeah, I think the idea is that, you know, we get the opportunity to connect with small businesses or startups that you'd never find otherwise, right? So I wouldn't, I end up... But who's behind all this? I'm sorry. Um, so it's a nonprofit. It's called Venture for America. So it was modeled a little bit after Teach for America, but um, a lot smaller. And, and the principle is to try and get people who would normally move to San Francisco or New York or LA to move to places that are less attractive. Well, not necessarily less attractive. I think it's about building sort of the next generation of entrepreneurial talent. So it's saying like, okay, well, if you want to start a company, instead of just, you know, doing it in the city you're already in, a major metropolitan area, can you plug in? And New Orleans actually has amazing entrepreneurial resources, right? So there's folks here, there's uh, accelerators that'll help you start businesses. There's- but how do they entice you down here? What's the, what's the, what's the sweetener? What do they pay you money or? Um, so I'm... New Orleans doesn't need any selling for itself, but there's some other cities, uh, potentially in the Midwest and other places, that the whole idea is you're part of this network, you do a two-year fellowship, you meet other folks that are doing the same thing, and then maybe you move on, but it's part of the network, it's, um, and you get an opportunity to work at a startup company, which you might not find otherwise. Okay, so it's, an, it's a way of getting a job. 
That's a way of getting a job, right? That's what we're all That's, looking for, right? Okay. <laughs> and it works. So they got, someone got you a job here. Someone got me a job here. Do they hook you up before you get here? Does someone have to hire you? I got hired by my current organization. Okay. Yeah, so and do they... Who pays? Does someone pay them? Does nonprofit pays your wages? Or no, something? no, no. So you get a job. It's a glorified job board. So I just found this opportunity through okay. through uh, VFA, and now work at Tripwise, a, a consulting firm that works with small businesses, nonprofits, and helps kind of drive the, the ecosystem growth here. So had you ever done anything like that before? You were straight out of college. I was straight out of college. Yes. Yeah, so, so how the hell do you know how to give anyone <laughs> advice about a company? I don't know. Yeah, you should ask them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm serious. How, how do you know what to even say? Yeah. So I Some, think. Um, a lot of what we do is focused on sort of process. So we work with organizations to say like, this is the best process for strategic planning, but you bring the content, right? Or we work with individuals and we say, we do storytelling. We'll help you build your brand and communicate. You know the best way to talk about what you do, right? Oh, so right. you're a musician, your words are much better than anything that could be canned and sort of packaged for you. Mm -hmm. But we have frameworks to say, you know, okay, these are the type of people you need to reach with your music. Oh, um, right. And therefore this is how you can use your story to communicate with them. Right. Right. Um, right connections. So I'm not an expert in his music or how to talk about it, but at this point, have spent a lot of time thinking about the way people communicate and the way people talk. So if Legion came, I mean, this is pretty could be a good hookup for you, actually. Okay. This might work out. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how much they cost the trip wise, but right. pro, pro bono, pro bono for Legion. <laughs> okay, so now I get this. What does that mean? Free? Yeah. You give get him a couple of tickets to something, and Worth then you. The shot. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so what would you do? What were the first questions? So every time that we work with an uh, organizational leader or individual, we come in and we understand kind of what, what, what do they want to accomplish, right? What are their goals? So what, are you, what are you trying to accomplish? Um, I just want to, you know, my main goal is to um, accomplish, to reach the people, man. Right. That's all. That's, I, I want to, you know, reach the people. I want to I, I uh, reach a mass audience. And right. just, uh, I want to touch people, you know, with the music. And I, I definitely want to change lives, of course. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah. So, like, as an example, so he has two goals, right? He has a sort of impact-related goal. He wants to change people's lives. So how do you talk about that, right? What does it mean to change people's lives? He probably would – he has – there's meaning behind what he's saying, right? So we work to sort of define, okay, this impact orientation. How do you frame that? How do you talk about that? And then he has a commercial or sort of business-oriented goals, likely, that he wants to reach more people in order to sell records or in order to have more people at his concerts. So based on those, we then work back and say, okay, well, if you want more people, what types of people are they, right? How, what, what, what do they like to do? Where do you find them? The, demogra the demographic. Right? Based on their demographics, okay, well, maybe they like artists that are like you, right? So right. do you go to the other concert and you, you reach them? So it's a lot of, I mean, it's, it's mostly just sort of, Working together collaboratively with people who are trying to build you're, their careers. You're good at this, companies. right? You yeah. can see how it works. <laughs> yeah, you actually can listen to what someone's saying and and break it down into some sort of like marketable code almost. Yeah, and I mean it that's, has to. It's we, pretty impressive. Isn't it? <laughs> he's like he's like a thought architect. Like yeah. he builds little bridges. <laughs> yeah. He builds little bridges between like people's creative stuff and other people's right. money. But that's what that's what yeah. that's what you the need. Bridge between the two. That's what we I need. like it. Yeah, that's fascinating. Thought, I'm right. changing my business card to yeah, thought, yeah. thought architect. architect. Uh, <laughs> it just works better. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. you're spiritual street music. I'm thought right. architect. What? How are we rebranding you today? What's your What's your title? Witch. I'm just gonna stick with witch. I'm just oh, gonna we like a combination just here. A witch, a spiritual um, um, rapper. Isaac. This is our producer Graham Dupont. Yes. How are you? I have a question. Hi, everybody. Of course. Um, what about somebody that doesn't have a goal? Like, can you work with someone who doesn't know what their goals are? Mm. Like, someone with some talent. Is it? Are you talking about I, yourself, Grant? Just asking for a friend. Just asking. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So we, 
we have part of our business that's called a, a coaching platform or the coaching network where we've gotten uh, sort of eight to 10 individuals in the city that all do coaching in a, in a variety of ways. And the whole insight is like the best people in the world, they all have coaches, right? Serena Williams, um, unfortunately lost last night of being up 6-1, but she also has a coach, right? She's the best in the world in tennis. She has a coach who tells her what to do. Um, not what to do, but helps guide her. Um, so we have a platform where maybe you're an executive, we do executive coaching, but maybe you just want career advice, right? So in that avenue, it's more like checking in personally, professionally, health-wise, and then talking about how are things going? What's going on with you? That's a little bit separate. So if someone who didn't necessarily have goals there, they could help determine their goals, right? If it's a little bit separate, our work with organizations, with much larger organizations. So we'll come in and we'll say, okay, you have a 20-person you know, organization. Hopefully your organization has some goals or is in the process of thinking through them, or we can build a framework for you to think about it. We've never, it's rare to find an organization that's like, we don't want to do anything. They might not frame it as goals, but they'll build, say, this is what we're doing, this is how we want to do it differently. Right. Yeah. yeah. Graham, does that help you at all? Yes. <laughs> what, what are you trying to I achieve? did not thought architect for her. She did it. <laughs> she's getting not. there. She's getting there. It's a process, right? Yeah. I can't imagine that there are people who don't know what the hell they want to do. That was... You can't imagine that? Not really. I mean, that's not that would go to a consultant. I mean, that's looking for career advice you're talking about. I think most yeah. people already have careers and still don't know what they want to do. Ah, okay. That's where Graham agrees. Yeah. Are you in that department, Kim? Which department? That you don't know what you want to do with the rest of your no, life? No, I do know what I want to do. What like is it? I'm what like do you very want to do? but uh, but I think it changes. Um I'm in school right now. So I have uh, a theater company that I'm like very passionate about down here that I love. Um, What's it called? Uh, Rainbow Carnage Productions. We did Hedwig and the Angry Inch uh, this past September at Cafe Istanbul. Thank you. Um, which was really successful and allowed us to pay like incredible living wages to like performing artists in the city. So, you know, saying, hey, like you can be an artist, but you don't have to be a starving artist in town, but you have to make something that's both like quality, marketable, detailed, so focused. You, you put this together. Yes, sir. You yeah. made this. So yeah. what, what suddenly... What made this so suddenly different from, or qualitatively different, or quantitatively different from all these other productions that are here? I don't How know did you suddenly start paying money? I don't know that it's different. Um, I think it's just, uh, pick it, you know, if you're going to, like, uh, architect, like, thoughts are looking at things, like we said, what, do we, what is not happening this season, and what are mm. we passionate about? Like, we have a very cloying, very, like, uh, you know, like sort of sugary mission statement, which is if you don't love it, don't fucking do it. And what we loved or wanted to do is to do like a rock musical that season. Right. Um, and we wanted to do something that had a, uh, you know, a social slant at a time when people are like not feeling great about certain social causes. So Hedwig and the Angry Inch is about uh, a transgender individual um, mm. at a time when we decided we were going to do it. Transgender people were getting kicked around by the Republican Party in a big way. So we just said, well, let's do something for like our friends in the queer community. Um, and we're like, yeah, I'm passionate about that. This could be you, a total But how did you make that a business proposition that we suddenly everyone got the paid. Only, you just got like everybody only, showed up. Uh, the, the true story on Hedwig is j and the, on, on Rainbow Carnage existing is that uh, Edward Simon, our Hedwig, our title star, who just won Best uh, Actor for that performance, uh, got named that by the Times-Picune uh, Best Of, uh, said, I have this much room on my credit card. I want to do this show. No one in town is going to cast us to do anything because we didn't audition. Right. Um, I think we should do this. And I said, well, do we love it? And he said, yeah, I like, I love it. Do you love it? I was like, I love the show and I want to do it. So we, we went with, we have, this is our budget. 
this is how we want to try and get people to see it. Do we love it? And that was it. And typically that does not work as a business plan. Well, actually, I should let the professional. How does, do I have a budget for it and do I love it typically work as like a business plan in a market? Right. Um, I think two, two important considerations. I think what we find is that in New Orleans specifically, and I've never, you know, I haven't worked that many as a consultant in other places, but you know, just from, from traveling around, I think that more businesses in New Orleans are birthed out of that idea of like, if you love it, For just, sure. just fucking do it you yeah. know, than other places. And it works to a certain level. To right? a level, yes. Um, and I think a lot of times they'll be sort of, you know, it starts as a hobby and you're making gumbo, or it starts as a hobby and you're a musician, and then you reach a point where actually you're gaining enough traction and popularity, potentially, that other aspects are getting more complicated. Like, yeah. now I have a team that I have to manage, or now, like, I need to take loans to pay for a larger production. Yeah. And that's where... Um, it can get more complicated and you actually, it gets a little more risky. So that's where the budget has to like meld with the dream. But we would never say like, okay, you have a dream, like start with the budget, right? That's, <clears throat> that's an yeah. easy way to kill sort of the creative juices. And you can, you know, you can build a lot of stuff on a bootstrap shoestring budget, mm -hmm. right? And I mean, I'm sure you know better, better than I do. <laughs> I do know now better than I did in say like August. Right. <laughs> Come September, I learned um, a lot of lessons. Did you guys make money on this show? We, uh, yeah, we did. We, uh, like, I, I hate to brag about it but like to make people know that if you have like a halfway decent plan and are passionate about it and are just for us it was like quality 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 like if we're not going to do it right then we're not going to do it um uh we did so well that we transferred to a new theater like we oversold the show had to move into a bigger space had to continue it and then we're able to overpay all of our hired uh designers that, musicians I, everybody that's what so, i saw it in some sort of ramshackle yeah, you saw it. Yes, yes, you saw it. Um, yeah, you saw it in the Marini yeah. uh, and uh, at the Happy Land Theater, which the is like Happy a, Land uh, Theater, yes. which we definitely got black mold poisoning while we were there doing it. Like there was no, we were both like, <gasps> I feel yeah, great. Was, like we have crazy. <laughs> but there was a sort of a, a, a building that was falling down. It was beautiful. It was yeah, perfect it was though spot. for that. that was, for that was the, what it was supposed to be. The thing about yeah. that production, I haven't, I don't go to a lot of theater, but that was exceptionally good. I mean, I, it was. You played the part good. of a guy. You were a man. I did. Yeah, Yitzhak. A, oh, a Croatian yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> did you see this? Either of you two guys see this show? I, I was not able to see it, but my, it my name is Yitzhak in Hebrew, so I have a kinship with your. Oh my god! Your male you played character. the same character. Speaking of names, yeah, that means he who laughs. Does it really? So, yeah, yes. I should laugh laughs. more. I guess. <laughs> you should change your name to Yitzhak. This, I mean, I, I guess I could change it to the Hebrew in, but I think it is basically that's what Isaac is in, in Hebrew. So yeah, you <laughs> should you should just go with Yitzhak Thought Architect, yeah. and then yeah, like <laughs> this, this business card is getting pretty amazing. It's pretty actually, long. I would want to meet that guy. <laughs> when you were when you were mentioning your, your story about your name, um, it recalled I, a story of one of my friends who, who I knew from college. Who when she was growing up, uh, she. She knew her name, it was Becca, and um, as she got older, um, she decided to go get her license, and she went there, and they were like, your name's not Becca. She's like, what, your, your name's Baby Girl. And it turned out that her parents had just, you know, started with Baby Girl, and on then, the said, you know, we'll, yeah, on the birth certificate, like we'll change it later, and then it just never got around to it. So she had to leave another identity behind, not as transformational <laughs> potentially, because she had never lived That's as crazy. Baby Girl. But what kind That's of person? Crazy puts the word baby girl yeah. on a birth certificate. Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. actually, I was. I, I know a couple people who you'd would do that. You'd be surprised of the names. This is, Legion is just like nothing compared to the people names. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how far away, you almost changed your name to Legion then, for real. Uh, um, in the middle. It's, just, it's a process. Like I said, it's really, right. really a process. It, it really is. They so. want to wear you down. They want yeah. to see how committed you are yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
But Legion is, Legion is not a sort of a voodoo name or anything. No. no I mean, Yitzhak is a, is a Hebrew name. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you Jewish? I, I am. Yeah, okay, I'm so Jewish. So how are you finding that down here? Are you a member of a community or have you left <laughs> um, that? Did you leave that behind? I, find it, I, I found it to be uh, very welcoming. Yeah, so I, I'm not uh, super involved, but I go, I go to Turo. Um, for, yeah, for um, okay. my holiday services and every once in a while. And, you know, the Jewish community down here is super, um, super accepting, super involved. So it's been fun. All right. Yeah. It's a very spiritual city, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah in like in going, all kinds of ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's pretty cool stuff, actually, to come to a place that has as much, like, weird, integrated, all, yeah. knit together, like, pile on spiritualism. And there's like, a lot of fake spiritualism here, like, mixed with really authentic yeah. like fake centuries of, yes fake yeah. spiritual yeah, tell fake. me you don't know any fake spiritual people here right the, everything is fake down here <laughs> <laughs> even the, the voodoo dolls are, are, are fake oh for sure yeah, well I mean, that's just tourist bullshit though, yeah, the voodoo dolls yeah, yeah. real voodoo dolls are made with clay they're mm-hmm. not made right. with cloth material right. it's, it's a joke but, so weren't, weren't uh, <laughs> real voodoo dolls originally for like pinpointing they were like medical tools to help like pinpoint where certain ailments yep. were where things hurt so it was like a medical record for people who weren't yet literate like who couldn't have medical documents yet like uh-huh. this hurt at this time previously this hurt at this time previously so it was like acupuncture Mod- uh, it would yeah it would look like that from what I understand yeah. did you ever blame God uh, I asked God, ordeal? I didn't blame God, I blamed myself. I mm. was like, God would surely only do this to someone who had done something <coughs> horrible. Like, oh. I used to joke when I was in the hospital, mm. like, they would say, how did this happen? I was like, it must have been the gypsy child I hit with my car. But, like, it was a like a dark humor way of, like, right. why would this happen otherwise if I didn't deserve it in Who's some calling? way? Who's calling? Oh, man. What does it say? Nikki. Nikki. What does Nikki want? Is Nikki a man or a woman? Uh, as a woman. Okay. Oh. Are you married or single um, or what's the deal with you? Um, I have a girlfriend right now, so. Yeah. That's not Nikki? Yeah, it's not Nikki. It's not Nikki. <laughs> okay. yeah. Who's your girlfriend? Uh, her name is uh, Teeny. Teeny, yeah. Teeny and Legion. Teeny and Legion. It's a great couple there. Oh, my God. You guys need like a cartoon. Yeah, no. Oh, man. I would oh, watch it, that. It's funny, yeah. Everybody says that. So, um, <laughs> how long have you and Teeny been? Oh, we've been together? together for like maybe like two years now. Oh, quite a while. Congratulations! While. Okay. Yeah. She works at uh, Commander Palace. She's a chef. Yeah. Oh, now that's a good kind of person to yeah. have as a girlfriend. Yeah. What so, is the best thing that she makes for you? Uh, we go out to eat a lot. Just believe it. Or probably not. just yeah. she's like absolutely <laughs> fuck cooking for you. Yeah, like. For real. <laughs> she's an actual chef at Commander's Palace. That's as mm-hmm. good as it gets in the yeah, isn't it? That's the, the best right. restaurant ever. Yeah. I love that restaurant. Do you feel very fancy when you go? Uh, semi. Semi. Yeah, yeah semi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are I like you a to big get my food, food to go. Are you sometimes. a big food guy? <laughs> yeah, I love, uh, I love seafood. I love uh, Landry's uh, Seafood House. Mm. You've been there before? You've been there? I love that place. Which, where is that? Here it's, by the lake? Um, on the lake, on the lakefront. Is that good? Yeah, they're pretty good. And that's the good. chef at Commander's Palace goes there and she says it's good. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Because I thought that place is pretty shitty, Frank. No, man, it's, it's pretty <laughs> good. It's good. Okay, yeah, well, good. I don't know. Have you ever been there? It's I have not. I have not. My, my most recent place is Orchid Seafood on Broad. It's, it's not. A, it's not a fancy sit down, but it is really good gumbo. Really good. Do they seafood. have chairs at all? Um, there may be one or two. It's not a big chair. There's not Orchid a lot of chairs involved. Seafood on Broad Street. Yeah. So that and Broad and Banks are my two gumbo spots on Broad Street right now. You know, okay. Broad and Banks is amazing. It like looks like a convenience store. It looks like a Seven Eleven. Oh yeah. You go in the right, back. It's the hot food bar. Oh, okay. And they have. So here's the order. 
you get an egg roll, a grilled cheese, and a thing of gumbo, and it covers all three food groups. Wow. If you want to get right, right, right back in the they hospital, make, they make the grilled cheese like <laughs> you do that. they make the grilled cheese just like it's just white bread and American cheese. You know, like someone who you're like an egg roll and a grilled cheese on the same plate. Well, it's not the on the same plate. Meal. In a little bag, well, not, not you know, and you, can, yeah, you yeah, can spread them. No, out. if it's in two different hands, it's two different things. Exactly. Yeah, okay. like it's not. It doesn't mm-hmm. count. I can't yeah, even yeah, imagine yeah. eating a grilled Church cheese. Are you really drunk or high at this point? Are you eating an egg roll and a? I mean, I wouldn't. Probably not both. No, but <laughs> I would say I can't that like, even get, I can't understand that concept at all. That sounds. I like feel like you could put those two things together food. on the same page and like charge like twenty two dollars for that. Yeah. Like the grilled exactly. cheese wrapped egg a roll command. will yes. be the hot yeah. new ship by right. next year. Be the number and one restaurant. Architect, yeah. You will be out all of the profits on it. But hey, we have to make you play another song, Legion. Awesome. But, all right. But before I do that, I want to ask you something because you know I have this entire paragraph about you, Kimberly, oh right here. And one of the sentences is here that says. Is that you? Uh, first of all, you're a singer in a band. I am. Called Loose Cattle. Loose Cattle. Yes, sir. What sort of music is that? Uh, we are Americana Roots Rock. Roots Rock. So you're a real singer mm-hmm. as well. As well What's as a being, fake singer? So like fake spiritual. <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm a real singer, actually. Singer. Yeah, there's no auto tune. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, and you're also um, the assistant editor of the Jiu Jitsu Times. I am the assistant editor of the Jiu Jitsu Times. That. Yeah. What exactly? Spoiler alert. How many, how many editors are there? Uh, there are three editors actually right now. Cool. Um, this is but a local they're higher ranking. <laughs> no, uh, Jiu Jitsu Times is uh, an online magazine. It's got almost 500,000 followers, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, wow. we, we just cover Jiu Jitsu uh, in the United States and abroad and various international competitions. So. Why are you doing that? Are you doing that for a job? I love, or do you no, love I love jujitsu. I'm a jujitsu practitioner. Uh, my husband owns NOLA MMA on Broad Street and is a professional cage fighter and uh, full time. You're married to a professional cage fighter. I am. <laughs> you and hanging out with Teeny. The chef. Yeah. Okay, the chef. The chef at Commander's Palace. Isaac, yeah. you better have a good I got, I got nothing, <laughs> man. These guys, these are really, really hard to match. You, you just you okay. want to date up. Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, have okay. a, make sure it has a good story. What's your husband's name? Ray Lopez. Ray Ray Lopez, mm-hmm. the cage fighter. Yes. This is my husband, Ray, the cage fighter. Have you taken him home to meet the folks? Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. He and I have been together for 16 years now. My parents are super fun. When I met him, he was a graphic designer with a weed habit. And now he's a cage fighter who does not have a weed habit because he has punched people in the face and choked them all day. So you have to be awake for that part. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Stuff, so you were together happens. when he decided to quit being a yeah, graphic I was, designer. I was the me. reason it happened. I got tired of him watching the Born Identity and UFC and saying, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. So I got him a Groupon for a mixed martial arts school and was like, if you can do it, prove it. And it turns out he can really do that. <laughs> Go wow, figure. Wow. He really called my blog. Yeah, I was it. like, I exactly. speaking of it, all you yeah. really need to manifest anything is Groupon. Apparently it was like $15 now it's his career, so. And so, figure. what does he do for a living? That he, he, uh, he yeah, gets he gets out. He goes out and he's. Is he there wakes a up. He, there is a 7 a.m. Uh, jujitsu class uh, four days a week at Nola MMA. He's up at 6 a.m. so he can teach that. Then he has private lessons. Then he teaches wrestling or Muay Thai. Then he has jujitsu again. Uh, then he usually takes a yoga class or walks her dog or falls asleep. And uh, then he has training sessions. And that's six days a week is his schedule here. So. <coughs> wow. 
Yeah. I wasn't expecting any of this. And does he actually? It sounds like bullshit, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Like a man in cage fighter, this thing happened. Does yeah, he actually no. get in a cage and fight people? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he fought two or three months ago for uh, Bayou fighting, and before I, I forget what their name was before Joey Ancona's promotion, um, and he is the reigning 135 pound champ belt holder he's got like a big belt and that's here in new orleans right now so he doesn't fight for ufc <laughs> but locally he like he can he can fuck some people up it's cool he's a really nice guy though like he's and he's like my height he's like five six i'm not kidding you have no idea he bounces at like a bar uptown people just like he just think he's like a sweet short guy and it's like no he's like a sweet short guy who like learned how to disassemble a human body a whole bunch of different ways how did yeah. he yeah. know he could yeah. do that uh, he was like a, a state champ level wrestler in New Jersey where we both grew up. So he knew that he knew how to grapple and he knew that he knew how to dominate and he knew that he was okay under pressure. And after that, it was just like aspirational stuff. He's also got ADD and OCD, which means that you like have a lot of energy and you oh, like yeah. are really good at recognizing patterns. And so for him, it was like cartoons and weed were one way for a certain amount of time. And then he was like, well, if I replace the cartoons with punching and I replace the he, weed with like caffeine and fighter. acai bowls. Yeah, he has he's, ADHD, he's a good fighter. He's fantastic. He's uh, really what, good at picking apart what, details. I, I have ADHD. So you, have, uh, you pick yeah, apart yeah, a million little things yeah. in a second. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, have yeah. ADHD. Yeah. And how do you know that makes you a good fighter? You used yeah, to be a fighter. Can't keep still. Yeah. Right. <laughs> can't keep still at all. Do you like, to hit, do you like to hit people? You're the opposite of that. Yeah, I don't like to hit people. I take my frustration out, my anger out on something else like me music or something like that mm -hmm. but if i'm not then i'm all over the place we well, have a, you have a message about peace and love though. yeah of course of course of course yeah so i corporate i incorporate that into the music you know so let's, that is my punching bag let's do yes, it yes <laughs> let's take a listen to another one let's get one all more right. song and this one is a, a drilling rush it is about people always you know chasing something that that's not that's not true to their self like chasing the money chasing the fame anything that is that is um this this looting them called smoke and mirrors. It's like you're seeing something in the mirror and it's giving one perception, but on the other side of the mirror is something totally different. You know? Um, so it's a drilling and rush. Let's, let's get it going. <laughs> in five, four, three. <laughs> no problem. All right. Rush, 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 I wonder one day if my 40 a bus A drilling and rush, rush A drilling and rush, rush For what? It's like enough ain't enough For the money to lust And God we trust I wonder one day if my 40 a bus Money and power we chase Ecstasy desire Set the pace for that rat race More dollars, more power Fuel the fire for the money, the lust. This addiction self-inflicted. Would you risk it? No more surviving. We living. You want that good life? That's that rush. God gives you what you need, but you can't get enough. Chasing them bucks, losing your trust. Forty your bus. It's not what it seems. Seeing it through the TV screen, then living that dream. 
American greed, dope boy turned fiend. What would you do for your drug? Signing blood. It's not for the money, it's for the love. Smoking mirrors, many reflections. It is what it is, not a perception. This adrenaline rush sparks my aggression. Gives me what I need, feeds my obsessions. I'm gonna keep on moving and counting my blessings. You want that good life? That's that rush. God gives you what you need, but you can't get enough. Chasing them bucks, I'll end up in cuffs. I do what I do until my pockets get stuffed. I drill it and rush, rush. I drill it and rush, rush. For what? It's like enough ain't enough for the money, the lust. In God we trust. I wonder one day if my 40 a bus. I drill it and rush, rush. I drill it and rush, rush. For what? It's like enough ain't enough for the money, the lust. In God we trust. I wonder one day if my 40 a Kicking in withdrawals without your vitamin No telling where the shit in Never change on the same shit again Getting in where you fitting in This society brings anxiety You don't wanna see the other side of me Pink through the trenches, hot fences, face consequences Pick from my family tree, smoke till my mind is free Put wings on this beast, follow me We fight the enemy who take our identity And positive energy, if you're feeling it Start pumping that adrenaline, my brain running like a train Off of the track, heart pumping like I'm under attack Watching my back, that fast pace, champagne Good taste, good life, better not waste That paper chase, that rat race, that Drilling in all of us, middle fingers up, not giving a fuck. Who do you trust? Wonder if they're 40 a bus. You want that good life? That's that rush. God gives you what you need, but you can't get enough. Chasing them bucks, I'll end up in cuffs. I do what I do until my pockets get stuffed. I drill it and rush, rush. I drill it and rush, rush. For what? It's like enough ain't enough. For the money, the lust, in God we trust. I wonder one day if my 40 a bus. Don't let the paper, don't let the money, the fame, or anything change your identity, change who you are. Always believe in yourself and don't run between be, behind no materialistic shit. Straight up. Until my pockets get stuffed. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Very nice. Right. God gives you what you need. Song. Yeah. It's a good yeah, it is. Song for a oh, oh, that could be good for a cage fight. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. God gives you what you need, but it can't get enough. Can't get enough. Yeah. Very That's nice. Where do we hear you? Do we go someplace to hear you live? Uh, I'm actually trying to get into more shows now, you know, mm -hmm. so um, I'm, I'm, I was in the process of putting my music out there, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, or what have you, but now I'm, I'm actually vending off and trying to get into more shows, you know? Right. Yeah, that's the whole... Because how are you going to make any money out of this? You have to play exactly, live. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I got to play live. Got to. How do you, you want to do it live? Do you want to have, like, live musicians, or do you want to have, like, track musicians? Um... Like, electron, like, DJ, like, yeah, like a DJ, like a DJ or a band, or, you know. Mm -hmm. but, but right now I'm a solo artist. Uh, I, I sit down and I write my own music. You know, I have my uncle here. He supports me. So 
you know, I'm, do, I'm doing my best as a single artist. You know? Sure. It, it, How do you it, stay motivated? Uh, it's hard. Yeah. yeah it really is. It's really, really hard. And sometimes oh, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say Ogun. I got Ogun behind oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. But like I say, it, it's hard for a single artist, you know, and sometimes, you know, uh, financial wise, it can be hard too. So <laughs> you, when you be an independent artist, you have to learn how to budget not only your career, but your relationship mm-hmm. and your finances, and it's a little bit hard to balance. But if you, if if you take the time and 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 pace it, like um, organize everything right, you can you can manage it. Sure, you can manage it. You can manage, it. especially when you got people supporting you to keep that motivation. That's just like with anything. We're going to the gym. I, I you know, I go to the gym uh, constantly. And um, I, one thing I um I learned from like personal trainers like like your husband, mm-hmm. the the um they need that's that motivation. They need that motivation from if if hey man you working on abs today? All right, and well, I'm working on abs today with you. You know what I mean? Right. They, they, they need that. You know they need that inspiration. That goes with anything. Well, so you have to come into NOLA MMA now because as a solo artist, you kind of have to be your own security team also. Yeah, so we're so. we're gonna have to make sure you really know how to like disassemble human bodies. <laughs> Yeah. So NOLA MMA is, is Ray's yes, sir. gym. Yeah. And where is that? North Broad Street. North Broad. Close enough to the uh, egg roll Not and too far, grilled yeah, cheese. Can. Yes, you can yeah. go. You can earn your, uh, your egg roll, egg roll and, and grilled cheese. And by then... going to Ray Lopez and, and y'all, can, y'all can both come to Trepwise and we'll plan out your, your businesses. Fantastic. Okay. Awesome. This is all going to work this, out. Yeah, this all came together okay. really well. And that's the end of the whole deal. We've got to get the hell out of here. But before we do, thank you very much to Basic Swim and Gym. We can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. Basic Swim and Gym is right next to the lingerie store, Basics underneath on Magazine Street. And thank you too to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. If you go to the H Destroyer, website it's hdestroyer.com and write happy hour on the coupon code you'll get 30% off of your first order of hangover destroyer so you too can seize the dawn and thank you to the positive vibrations foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts music (coughs) culture and heritage if you'd like to be a part of our patreon family go to patreon.com and search for it's new Orleans happy hour and for as little as a dollar a month you can be a part of our patreon family and get access to all sorts of exclusive stuff. If you're looking for Andrew Duhon, his album False River is out on Spotify and various other places where you steal music, and he'll be back here, I think, next week. Is that right, Graham? Possibly. <laughs> and thank you very much to Kimberly Kay, who's been here. Thank you, sir. How do Appreciate we find it. you online? We'll put a link to uh, you on Stalk me on Facebook or Instagram. I use my real name. Kimberly, uh, Kimberly K-A-Y-E. K-A-Y-E. Yeah, okay. K-A-Y-E, that's it. Okay. Uh, and everything that I do is uh, public. Public, okay. Yeah. And he who laughs, Itzhak McDonald. Yep. McDonald is the least Jewish name I've ever heard, actually. Right, yeah. Itzhak McDonald. How do you end up with a name like McDonald if you're Jewish? So my, my dad uh, was born um, <clears throat> not very religious. He was, he was Christian. And when he went, he converted to Judaism. And there's a story oh, where he went to the rabbi and he said, but Rabbi, McDonald's not a Jewish name. And the rabbi, very wise, said, not yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very good. And Legion Dubois, thank you so much for being here as well. I'm glad to be here. We can find your music on SoundCloud, SoundCloud. and Reverb Nation. You're so, not, you're not yeah. on Spotify. Not on Spotify. Okay. Yeah. I'm in the process of putting it on Spotify. You need to get Spotify. that hooked up. After yeah. Can you get your name changed? Do that next. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer is April Love Stroll and Christian Unruh and Monique Pyle. Our, our music producer, our technical director, is Thomas Walsh. And today's show was engineered by Colin Pete. And our Facebook live feed director is Asher Griffith. If you didn't see this on Facebook, you can go to our Facebook page, It's New Orleans, and see this whole thing and see what we look like. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman, our fact checker and social media connector, is Andrew Searock. Searock, if you'd like to be on our show, you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking alcohol. Drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com. We can also check out many other happy hours that we've recorded previously, as well as some other shows you make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace. We're teeny. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker and our award-winning show about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts, by the way, at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. Keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on all those social media outlets. Those photos are taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at LaFleur photo.com if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app thank you for subscribing to us take a moment if you've got one to rate and review us that helps other people find us if you're listening to us on Spotify you can follow us and get happy hour delivered to you each week the show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Fred Street in Uptown New Orleans happy hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com for Andrew Duhon everyone around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office INO Broadcasting thanks for joining us I'm Grant Morris I'll see you back here next week for more happy hour Ta-da. Nicely read. Thank you.